to She Who Overcomes, the podcast where we help you transform your life, leadership, and career. I'm Mandy B. Anderson. And I'm Rachel Perman, and we are your hosts. We believe that what you've overcome makes you a leader. With a little help from two experienced coaches, that's us, you'll find the clarity and direction that you need to rise up, lead well, and live with intention. You were born to be an overcomer. So grab your coffee and let's hang out. Welcome back to the show. Be sure to listen all the way to the end, you guys, because we're going to share an opportunity for how you can actually work with us for free coming up in the next few weeks. So before we kick off the theme for today's show, Mandy, do you have a shout out? I do. This one is to one of our, um, I'm going to say a dear friend, even though we have not. I don't know that we have met face-to-face. We might have, but it's been years. Mm -hmm. But this is a dear friend who follows us on social media, who um, encourages us on on our email list. And her name is Nan. And she left a comment on on the website about episode 68, which was called, uh, Where Do We Go From Here? And she says, what a great time in America to have a discussion on how to communicate with family and friends who think differently than we do. My favorite segment was about respecting others without losing your own beliefs. Thanks so much. Nice. Thanks, Thanks, Nan. Thanks for listening, Nan. We always, we always appreciate the, um, the feedback that you give us and the way that um, you not only let us know that our work matters to you, but you build us up at the same time. So yep. thank you so much for listening and for taking the time to share your insight and what you gleaned from that episode. All right, Mandy. So on our notes, you're the one bringing in the first That's right, step I am. for how to start how to start your first blog. And honestly, if you if you have a blog that you've been sitting for a while, how do you revive it? How do you revive a blog? So you can you can take this information a few different ways, but it's definitely going to be one where you're going to want to write this down. Yes. Um. So if you're listening to it in a spot that mm-hmm. you're in your car or you're getting ready for the day or something like that, this will probably be one you want to save mm-hmm. so that you can go back in and actually write these tips down because they're going to be important. Yes. And, and you can honestly... Um, swap out the word blog for website. So this, oh, for sure. this definitely yes. is something of how to start a website. We are taking it from the point of view of how to start a blog because we actually have a lot of clients that are aspiring writers mm-hmm. or aspiring um, coaches or they work in a service industry where they need to provide some content as well. So we're looking at it from that point of view, but yep. it really is interchangeable. Oh, yeah. And we use the word blog and website interchangeably. We always tell our clients that. Yes, when this we is true. Say, when we say that, and you guys, blogging is not dead. Like, no. that is still a really important form. Yep. You have got to have an actual website for people to find you if they've found you on social or if they, mm-hmm. you know, see something somewhere. You've got to have that, at least these basics. So, all right, man, yes. bring in that first step. All right. So, the very first step. And people don't think about this because Mm-mm. they're like, I just want to write and put it out there. So they sign up for something at like Blogspot. That was a thing. Or I still have an old. I still have an old one too. Some, if you somewhere in the internet, if you go search on Google for Blogspot, Mandy B. Anderson, or maybe it was Mandy Anderson back then, you'll find it, and it's hilarious. It was like my online diary because right. that's what blogging was back then. I would not even know what to tell you. To look right? Yeah, it'd be in the depths of. 
of it of would the be internet. so <laughs> a lot of times people think that that's the first step and it's not Mm-mm. the first step is actually to choose a website domain name because what your website address is matters. Mm-hmm. And if you're like, what's a domain name? It's a URL. Right. So it's the part that goes after www. It is. <laughs> yep. So we suggest, and and this might rub some people the wrong way, because some people, um, especially women who work in like beauty industry and stuff like that. Sometimes we get this idea in our head that we want it to be like this quippy little phrase or this this cute little name. Oh, for sure. And sometimes that works. But if you think bigger and long term, which we want to challenge you to do, mm-hmm. we actually suggest the best URL is your personal name, your pen name, or your business name. Absolutely. And if you guys are like looking at other big bloggers, mm-hmm. I would I would almost bet not even almost, I would bet that they started their blogs with their cutesy URLs and yep. titles back when blogging was first popular amongst like bomby bloggers and yep. all of that. And that that was the thing. Everybody had a cute title. They had cute mm-hmm. URLs. Um, but that's really changed a lot over the years. So don't right. necessarily be like, oh, but this person I'm following with like all this stuff has a cute title. Yeah, they probably also have their name mm-hmm. directed to that. They probably have their business name URL done too, because you do really need both your name, honestly, I'd say yep. both your name and your business. Name. Yep. And and I mean, if you want your branding, like if your brand is a name or a phrase that is cutesy, then then that's fine to go mm-hmm. with that. But think about this long term, because we have also seen a lot of people who, like you said, they started out that way and then they're switching things over and they're oh, yeah. rebranding yep. to something else. So if you want examples of this, I would suggest that you first go to raymateam.com. And if you go, that's R-A-Y-M-A-T-E-A-M.com. And if you go to the About page, you will see a link um, where you can learn both, you can learn about both Rachel and I and see how we have set up um, our blogs. I think our blogs are actually even in the menu because we each have our own website. So we have our company, like our branding is our company domain name of RaymaTeam.com. Then we also have MandyBAnderson.com, which is where the podcast is hosted. Mm-hmm. And then we have RachelPerman.com, which is where your blog is. Right. And they all lead to each other. Mm-hmm. Even though they're made on different platforms, like different different website platforms, which we'll talk about in a moment. But think about that. And you can actually do a search to see if your blog if your if your domain name is available. Mm-hmm. And we actually highly suggest that you get your domain from GoDaddy.com. Um, some people have used like Shopify or Kajabi or different different um, website platforms to get their URL through that. But should you ever want to transfer to a different platform, mm-hmm. um, it's a challenge. <laughs> It's a challenge even with, when you it's use something like GoDaddy, but that has been a right. nice nice one to work with when it comes to any kind of mm-hmm. technical thing to walk through and point those URLs where you want them to go. Yes. So go to GoDaddy.com. You can do a search right there to see if you, your URL, your domain name is available. And you guys, it is not expensive to buy them. Like most of the time you can get them for like $12.99 a year. You can, you can pay for like a five-year mm-hmm. plan all at once. Like they are affordable. So don't sit there saying to yourself, I can't afford it. 
you can. Right. It's one of the like most cost effective business. <laughs> right. It's just, it really is. Have. It's way less than having a storefront. <laughs> oh, for sure. So <laughs> we have learned that. So number one would be choose a website domain name. What's okay. number two? So number two is choose your hosting site. Um, we've had different hosting places throughout the last mm-hmm. seven and to we 10 still years. do. We still do. We have a few different ones. Um, the hosting sites that we would recommend for you guys are Bluehost, um, GoDaddy. Here's here. I'm going to say one thing about Bluehost. Um, this is why you need to have your URL somewhere else. Yes. Um, we actually lost a URL that was very important and it got bought out from underneath us because as we were trying to switch from Bluehost owning that URL to a different, it was just a mess. You guys. It was a mess. So, um, I have needed therapy for this because oh, it, was, it wasn't just stolen by another. It was stolen by a porn site, guys. Yep. Like, they, <laughs> this is legit. We cannot make this up. So learn from our mistakes because you don't it, – and it's not that they just stole it from us because, um, you know, we had paid for it and then they snuck in or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It was it, it was in the middle of it being transferred. Right. It, and I had a lot of theories about, what, like, the racketeering part of right? the URL companies. I was just like – I was – you might not be wrong. About it. I don't know. It, they locked us out. We couldn't do anything for 90 days. And then on day 89, somebody swooped in and bought it yep. from us. And, and then it's a thing. And, I'm and we're sure not we even going to tell alone. you what it is because we don't want you to go there. So no. <sighs> I mean, and eventually like it's on the, the list. Shame. Someday we're going to buy right? that back when the porn company's done. Using somebody told using me it. the other day that it actually, um, somebody who knew, knew about it mm-hmm. said that it, it's no longer going there. I'm a little say. scared to check it out though, but yeah. time wise, it's probably true. It's probably true because it would have been a year. Yeah. Yep. So we could probably swoop in and buy that back up again, guys. But this, the benefit of your experience, this is why you need to have more than one sometimes too. Like if you have your name, it's highly unlikely that somebody's going to buy your name unless you have like a very similar name as other people. Mandy, you fix that by putting the the B in there. Yeah, because here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. Speaking of porn sites. Yeah. So when I first started my first blog, um, I wanted MandyAnderson.com. I have had a lot of URLs. I've had Mandy... I'm not even going to say it all because that was my maiden name. Um, I MandyAnderson.com is what I wanted mm-hmm. way back in the day when I was going to buy that, like over a decade ago. Um, that wasn't available because she was a porn star. Right. So, and she's not now, like it's not, well, I, I don't know her story. I don't know this girl, but she just um, it's not me. My URL. It's not me. So we went with Mandy B. Anderson mm-hmm. because the B stood for my maiden Right name. It's not even like it's not guys, even my no middle rules. name. You don't need, you don't yeah. have to pick your middle name. So to pick a I just decided to brand myself as Mandy B Anderson, mm-hmm. and it it kind of matched the CD that I had done before I was married and all that. But um, I have that. I have a couple of them, and they all redirect mm-hmm. to MandyBAnderson.com. Yep, mine do too. So Bluehost is an option. Um, GoDaddy is an option. We use uh, Kajabi for our mm-hmm. actual RamaTeam.com website um, domains priced right is another one you can go into something like shopify where they're already their own mm-hmm. it's like kajabi they're their own hosting site um, so there's a lot of options mm-hmm. um, but the thing is you guys just make sure that you're putting things on automatic renewal um, that you're right. thinking ahead like it's it's so hard when you're first starting you're like why would i need to change that you never know. You never know what's going to happen, and mm-hmm. staying on top of this is important. So, picking a hosting site that you feel comfortable with, mm-hmm. and have a tech team that is easy to work with, yeah, um, that's going to be what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, and what is step number three? All right, step step step. I can't enunciate today. Sorry, guys. Set up your website 
on your desired platform. Like you guys, mm-hmm. these are basic steps. They really choose are. your URL, choose a hosting site, and then set up your website. A lot of these places that we picked for hosting sites will have steps to walk you through literally setting up your basic mm-hmm. website through there. So we use and we recommend still WordPress for blogging. Um, WordPress and Google have a very nice relationship between mm-hmm. the two of them. So WordPress sites are still something we've been recommending almost a decade now. Um, and they are best for SEO. Um, mm-hmm. So if you want to get organic traffic to your website, Blue or not Bluehost, WordPress is the one we, re- we recommend. Um, and it's kind of stayed the same. That's the nice thing about it is mm-hmm. the back end of your website looks literally similar, if not exact to what it looked like seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it hasn't changed much, which no, is No, which nice. is kind of nice. You can you can literally learn how to use it. And also, you guys, it, that's the one we recommend when you're first starting out, so you don't have to have a web developer. Right. Because the most important thing is for you to have access to your website and change it as quickly as you mm-hmm. need to and not have to wait for a web devel- developer to get you on their schedule. All right, the second one that we use and recommend is Kajabi. Now, Kajabi would not be recommended if what you're going to do is mostly blog. No. It's not even recommended, I would say, if if you are doing um if you're doing physical products sometimes. No. I would say that this one is yeah. best for online courses. Like if you're a coach creating an online course um mm-hmm. or programs that you're gonna be running or that a you want to membership wanna have a site. Membership site where you wanna yeah. have like a login for your people to have um private content that is not out on the website. Kajabi has been so good mm-hmm. for that for us. And I think it's the easiest one. Yeah. There's a little sticker shock. If you're going to go to kajabi.com, you're going to think like, oh my goodness, how am I going to pay for this? Let me tell you guys that by the time we figured out how to um, have a, a membership site on WordPress and, and do all the things we wanted to, we were running Shopify, WordPress, Stripe. We were doing all of these things to make sure we had all of these apps going on Shopify to set mm-hmm. this one thing up. And we were paying more. To do right. that from all these different platforms, just going straight over to Kajabi. So mm-hmm. that's the other one. And Shopify is a great one if you want to start with an online store plus a blogging option. Uh, WordPress. Last last year, mm-hmm. about this time, I decided that I wanted to really dive into shopping carts on WordPress. It mm-hmm. was a nightmare. Please right. do not. E-commerce is hard uh, on WordPress. so hard on WordPress. And they say that it's not, but I think it's lies. So if you're going to do an (laughs) e-commerce business, and I've been doing this for a while, you guys, I've run a lot of things and I was like pulling my hair out and Mm -hmm. then my website went, crashed all the things. So if you're going to do an online store, Shopify is still one of the easiest online platforms to use if you are selling a physical product. You can sell digital products Mm -hmm. on Shopify too, but it is one that integrates both a really easy shopping cart and a blogging option at the same time. Mm -hmm. And there are other ones too. There's... There's Wix mm-hmm. for a blog and a, a Weebly, website. I think it's still There's out Weebly. there. There's also Thinkific oh, if yeah, you want to do online courses. Um, there's also like I think Squarespace has their own store now. Mm-hmm. Um, we have tried Squarespace before we tried Shopify and we liked Shopify better. Mm-hmm. So WordPress, Kajabi, and Shopify are the three that we use. We don't have a Shopify store right now because we don't have physical products, but we will be bringing books back. And if we ever um, want to sell them from from our space, like we're the shipping, like department. We're the shipping department, we will use Shopify again because it's easy to use. Right. And the learning curve is not very high. And Shopify has a 14-day free trial. Yes. Still, so it's nice to go in there and just kind of mm-hmm. figure things out. So you got that website, domain name, 
paid for. You got your hosting paid for and set up. You got your website on your desired platform. What is the next thing that they need to do, Mandy? The next thing you need to do is figure out your navigation menu and the pages that you're going to put on your website. And that would be, um, there's, there's like four of them that we recommend. Obviously, you have your homepage. Mm-hmm. That, that's just a given. Um, but you want to make sure to put that in the navigation. Some people don't. And it's not automatic, right? Like not there's there's certain themes. No, a yeah. theme is what your website look like looks like, guys. We right. don't want to dig too much into yep. this is the, the back end of a, of a website. But the theme is yeah. what your some literal themes website looks like. Have a homepage in the menu, and some don't. Mm-hmm. Some give you the options to put it there. Yep. Like on our RaymaTeam.com website, um, the home button is actually the logo. Oh, that's right. Yep. Yeah, and I think we might actually—I don't even remember. It might be in the in the navigation. It might not. Mm-hmm. Um, but you need to think about the homepage. You need to think about your about page. That is very important to have. Um, you need to have a menu for your blog, mm-hmm. whether you podcast. are or your podcast, whether you are having it on your website or you are, you know, using a couple different websites and you're you're leading traffic between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and you also need a contact page. So if you want examples of what this looks like and what is the uh, copy that, by the way, the word copy is what the words are on your website. <laughs> right. They're the literal words. Yep. They're the literal on words on your website. So if you want to get an example of that, just go check out our websites mm-hmm. um, because that'll give you an idea. And if you are branding it between a couple different websites like Rachel and I are, make sure that your navigation menu in your WordPress site Mm -hmm. um, follows the same flow um, and at least has two of the same pages as as your main website. So like for us on Rayma Team, when we lead you to like Rachel's blog, we make sure that it says back to Rayma Team in her navigation Mm -hmm. menu so that the three websites talk to each other. They don't talk to each other on the back end, but they are leading each other to each other. Right. Yep. And that that was super important Mm -hmm. for us because- we're, we are building a team, but we also have our own platforms. And through right. the years, we've not had our own, and yep. we were just focusing on one, but it does seem to work best. Also, we're using WordPress, which Google loves, and Kajabi. Mm-hmm. So we're getting kind of the best of both worlds. Right. Um, SEO on Kajabi is either... I, they say it's in the back end, and I don't really understand I think we, it. I, we don't have the right. We're not at the right level yet yeah, for you have our to pay, membership. You have to pay the highest level mm-hmm. to be able to get into like your HTML code and be able yep. to change some things like that. And if you're just starting out, please do not change your HTML code. Please yeah, go. If to you don't know what you're doing, that don't lets do that. you do these things like WordPress or Shopify, right. where you don't accidentally and mess something up. I used to work for a website company like a decade ago. Over gosh, over. 12 years ago, over a decade ago. And so I have a tiny bit of understanding of code where I can go in the back end and mm-hmm. I can at least read it enough to know what it what yeah, I'm grabbing. What, what you're reading, yeah. yeah. But when it comes to customized HTML code and all of that, like don't mess with it or you're going to have to be calling tech support because yep. you messed up something. Yep, which has happened to everybody. Right, and that is good to know because if you do make a mistake and, and you push a wrong button or something happens, call tech support of your website like of the platform that you're on and the hosting service mm-hmm. that you're on, because they can actually go into the back end and reset it to what it was before you did that. Right. Because Mandy and I have both I, had we've had to do that several times. moments where we're like, oh gosh, we gave ourselves a 500 internal server error, right. which means you as the user did something terribly like, wrong. Oops. oops. <laughs> Deleted a plugin and that you needed. Usually I have them set it to what it was 24 hours prior mm-hmm. because. 
I would rather lose what I was just working on than have to start from scratch with everything. Oh, like, for sure. Only do it back, you know, a few, like 24 hours or less, like, I don't know, 10 to 24 hours. Mm-hmm. They can backdate it that yes. way. Yeah. So don't struggle with this. No. Uh, call the tech support. That's why you need to pick a good hosting site because you will need to talk to them. I've already been on tech support this week with, yep. with my WordPress site. So And don't be afraid of it. They know what they're doing. They and do. don't be afraid of looking stupid. They know that people don't understand what they're right. doing. It's their one job. That's what their job <laughs> is. So that's what they're there for. So what are steps five, six, and seven? Okay. So these ones kind of all go together. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're technically their own steps, but they all... You need to do them like in unison. So number five is brainstorm blog topics. Now, when we say blog, it could be your podcast. It yep. could be, you know, any way that you're getting content out into the world. If you have a YouTube channel mm-hmm. and you do it that way, all of it is going to feed into your website via like the blog characteristic, mm-hmm. like that, that platform. So you're going to want to brainstorm your blog topic ideas. Um, you can start with like three pillars that you're going to be talking about. Start there. You don't need to have 17 different topics because you will not want to do that and then you'll quit. So figure out like- Keep it simple. Keep it so simple, you guys. Then you need to start writing. That is step number six. Yes. Can't get a blog out there if you do not start writing the blog. And I think it's important to note that the amount of words you have matters, Mm -hmm. but also it doesn't have to be as long as it was before. Like it used to be that 1500 words or so was a really good blog post. Like a minimum a thousand words. And now people don't want to read. Like if you're doing a long form where it's like some part of your story that you're sharing, there can be longer ones. But most of the time that like Like 500 500 is is kind of your sweet spot. Yeah. Right now. Yep. And make sure that you have some subheadings. Um, there are different things. Like one of the plugins on WordPress is, is Yoast SEO. Mm-hmm. And that is what helps you um, get better ranking on Google. Mm-hmm. And it, what's great about it is as you're putting your blog post in as a post, it will give you a color-coded system of whether or not you have good SEO and it's formatted mm-hmm. in, a, in a way that works for the Google. Yep. Um, and it'll give you like a red light if it's a mess and you need work with it. If it's orange, <laughs> this is bad. right? Go it's back. like go back and add some things, and it'll show you. Like you can click on the little eye, and it'll it'll highlight the spots mm-hmm. that need help, and te- it'll walk you through it. Oh like, yeah, like you don't have to know what you're doing the no. first time. <laughs> you just have to be able to read yep. and like implement what it is. Yeah, and doing. usually it's simple fixes. It's like you need a headline with your keywords. You need you know, to have break things up a little bit more. It's stuff like that. Yep. Um, and we're not going to get into keywords and all that because that, that you don't need to know that for the time. basics. Like some of the stuff will make you stop before you start. <laughs> but um, just to know, like when you're writing, aim for 500 words. Um, if you get to a thousand, great. Mm-hmm. But you don't have, it, it. gone are the days where it has to be like so many words. Right, exactly. People are not even sticking around that long mm-hmm. usually anymore. All right. And then finally, not only do you need to start writing, but this is two different things, guys. You write it first, then you actually have to hit the publish button. Nobody right. will see it if you do not actually publish the first blog. That's how you get it out into the world. Then you are officially a content creator on the internet because you have created content, you have published mm-hmm. it, it is out there. Um, the great thing, the reason why we say too that blogging isn't dead is because um, when you think of things like social media posts, those are maybe maximum one day that right. people will see it, that they'll think about it, that they'll remember it. Things like podcasts, blogs, they live on the internet forever. They are constant, mm-hmm. evergreen um, content that you can use to not only set yourself up as an authority in the niche that you want to be in, but you will always have content to pull from mm-hmm. for things like social media. Right. Yep. 
So we've got a couple bonus things for you to think about with your blog. Um, use photos. People love photos. You can use a system like Canva to design your own photos and have, um, you know, put words on the photos if you want to do that. Look at the people that you admire who have blogs and see what they're doing to to maybe emulate them at the start until you get the flow and you know mm-hmm. what is you and what right. you're doing. Don't copy it. People can tell if right, your yeah, website looks copy exactly it, like a major influencer. Use it as, as a guide mm-hmm. of like, oh, this is what they did and how they did it. Um, be sure to use social media widgets so that you can direct people to your social media and you can connect with them in real time Mm -hmm. um, from your website. And that's, I mean, that's pretty, pretty simple. That's, you know, most things have widgets Mm -hmm. where you can put that. Um, The other thing to think about is invest in an email content management system. Um, Some of the ones to start with would be Aweber or MailChimp. I know Constant Contact is one. Uh, Kajabi actually has that in it and we use that. Mm -hmm. It's a lot easier. Um, We have used Aweber and MailChimp Years ago, I used Constant Contact. I didn't like it. Um, Yeah, we've used both. We've used all of them. Um, Aweber is a good one to start with. They're all pretty much the same price. It's going to be about 20 bucks a month or so. Um, MailChimp, I mean, MailChimp might actually have a free version where it's like up to so many people on your list. You can use it for free, but then you can't do everything either. And I think you can only send out a certain amount right. per month. So if you want to try it out, a lot of these places have have free trials to try it out. Or, um, and you don't free... have to be like, what would I email them? You're emailing them your blog. Yeah, you're emailing them your blog. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Like, what am I going to What am I supposed them? to tell them? Well, while you're building it, you're yeah. just emailing your blog out. And That's you could be, you could do something as simple as sign up for our weekly email list. Mm-hmm. Um, newsletter, you know, call a blog a newsletter. They're they're literally the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you could also create a free opt-in or a lead magnet where you give them something like maybe a worksheet or um, a little ebook or a guided journal that goes along with some of the topics you're blogging about. Um, and they only get that if they sign up for your for your email list. Mm-hmm. So there's different things you can do to build your platform and your email list because you don't own the contacts that you have on social media. Nope. You don't even own your platform on social media. No. And if y'all remember 2020 when everybody panicked and started being like, they're going to shut down TikTok. Right. They're going to shut down TikTok. I mean, Facebook. these things and happen. Right. But you need to have but a way you, to contact your Right. Friends. And you, that's your blog and your email. Like you own that. You're paying for it. Right. Nobody's screaming that they're shutting down WordPress. <laughs> they're really not. <laughs> right. Jumping ship to a different WordPress, uh, yeah. different platform like they have on some of the social medias. And I think one of the last bonus ideas is to set up a schedule of updating content on your website weekly and be diligent with that. Like if you're going to blog, make a commitment to yourself and your your readers, because you will have readers, Mm -hmm. um, make a commitment commitment that you're going to show up at least once a week. Yep. Starting out once a week is enough. And it's probably, and honestly, you guys, it's more to create the habit. Yeah. Right now, there's not a hard, fast rule anymore. How often there you really is blog. Um, but yep. that's, that creates the habit and the consistency. Mm-hmm. And honestly, you guys, if you don't, eventually Google stops caring about your website. That is yeah. literally what I'm going through right now because I mm-hmm. sat there, there when there was long periods of time of writing Google's like, well, clearly there's nothing happening. And so then the organic traffic and then you have all this mm-hmm. stuff on the back end to update it. So it not only keeps you in the habit, but also keeps your website up and yep. doing well and it's healthy and you're not letting things mm-hmm. fall through the cracks. So all of these tips that we shared with you today um, and all of these steps are just a portion of 
a bonus training that is available for our inner circle champions where we really we give them worksheets to walk through. Um, we give them a whole bonus training area called Virtually Savvy where they get to go through like working on content and figuring out what to post and all of that. That's what our champions get. They are that's what we call our inner circle members. They are the people that we work with every single month. They're part of our membership. And they get access to this. Mm -hmm. So if you're curious about what that is like and you want to try us out before you, um, you know, sign up for a $47 per month membership, you actually get a chance to do that. And this is why it's important because when you become a writer or a business owner or somebody that just wants to share a message with the world, it works best when you surround yourself with a community of people who are doing similar things mm -hmm. and are like-minded. Like you are going to need the people who will remind you and encourage you to keep going because there will be haters. It's sorry, it'll happen. There will be people that won't like the fact that you're going to be a, on a blog. Yep. They, if you're going to go out into the internet world, yep, you need to have a thick There skin. will be. So you need to find the people that are going to help you um, stay committed, stay focused, remind you that your words matter and that people need the message that you feel you are meant to share. And we would love to be that for you. So Rachel, what is the easiest way that they can um, try this out to see if we work well together? Because mm -hmm. that's important too. You don't, you don't want to just sign up for anything and everything because not every coach is meant to be your coach. Right. Absolutely. So this is the part that we told you to listen through to the end till because we have a workshop coming up. It's a free five-day virtual leadership workshop called She Cultivates Success. This is the second time we are running this workshop, and it's going to be one that you're going to hear us talking about a lot in the future because repetition is the mother skill, you guys. And so the more you surround yourself with content that you know is stuff you need to be implementing, the easier it will be to actually apply it to your life. So this is happening March 15th through the 19th. Every day that week at 11 a.m. Central Time, Mandy and I will be getting on um, a Zoom call. Plus, we'll be going live in our Overcomers Facebook group. If you're not in that, you guys, you listen to the podcast, you've got to get in on the Tribe of Overcomers Facebook group because um, that's where it will also be taking place mm -hmm. in as well. And you're going to learn the essential leadership skills that you need to cultivate success in your life, in your leadership, your business, and your career. Here's some of the things we're going to be talking about. Day one is the key to cultivating success. We're going to also be talking about resilience mm -hmm. that day. Day two is the second key to cultivating success. And we're going to be talking about authenticity. Day number three is burning your fields. Sometimes you need to burn a field down and start over and saying yes to something new. Day number four is identifying the weeds that are going to hinder your success. And finally, day number five, we're going to map out the fields of your success. And this workshop really focuses on the next 90 days. Mm -hmm. So what do you want to do in these next 90 days? You can reserve your spot by going to www.ramateam.com slash SCS workshop. If you want to make it even easier than that, just go to ramateam.com and click on in the header. There's going to be a button there that says, let's get started, something like that. Um, click there. It'll lead you down the page to where you can actually sign up for the workshop. Okay. I think that's everything. That is our show this week. We cannot wait to meet those of you who are joining us in the workshop, and we will talk to you next week on the podcast. So until next time, may you rise up, lead well, and live with intention. Hey guys, thanks again for listening. Before you go, would you mind doing us a favor? We would love to hear your takeaways. So please leave us a review and a comment. 
you might just hear your name in a future episode when you do. This show is produced by Rayma Team Media, a division of Rayma Team LLC. If you'd like to learn more about how you can work with us, visit raymateam.com. That's www.raymateam.com. All right. Our coffee is cold, so we gotta go. See you next week.